Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. The new year is here. New year, new you, am I right? <laughs> People do say that. Yeah. Unironically. Un you know which one I saw was new year, new job. I saw that everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah, that was like a, that was like a real common one in the world that I live in. Good afternoon, Albuquerque. I am Fred Slow. I will be alongside you all of 2022. But speaking of today, up until 630 tonight, when we hand this program over to True to the Game with Mike Trujillo after Lo women's Lobo basketball. So Lobo women's Lobo basketball at 630. Mike Trujillo to immediately follow that. Very excited. Alongside me, back from his assignment, some call it hiatus, some call it just being high, <laughs> Van Nunley. Van, how are you? Peachy, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, my dude. How were the uh, slopes of Flagstaff, Arizona, man? Well, I was like an hour away from getting snowed in. Yeah. It was like close. Like I skidded out of the neighborhood, literally, before the snow really came and locked us in. Flagstaff always gets that. Every they? year. Yeah. 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 I got, I got snowed in for four extra days, two Thanksgivings ago. There's a lot worse places to be stuck. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, with my parents' big, nice house and their stocked pantry and, yes. and internet and, <laughs> and all of the cable channels. It could be way worse. Oh, and, so you weren't roughing it at all? No. no okay. No. All right. That was going to be my next question. And their, their Pappy McGillicuddy whiskeys that they keep hitting away for special snow-in occasions. That's a little behind-the-curtain reference <laughs> that no one will get except for us. Also on the program, because it's Monday, and that's a fun day, because Robert Gibson is here. Robert, how are you? I am good. I just want to let you guys know, I'm more of a Scrooge when it comes to New Year's than Christmas. Really? I just realized that. I do not like the Happy New Year pleasantries. I'm just like, ah. You did just kind of get at me a little bit. I'm yeah, not yeah. That's why I said it. <laughs> I walked into the studio, Michael. Michael Vital, the one that makes the show go around. How are you, Michael? I'm doing well. Happy New Year, gentlemen. Okay, I see you're real busy there. What are you doing back there? Uh, just checking out some uh, show prep. Just mm -hmm. NFL, just recapping what I saw over the weekend and what was big and what was not. The Cowboys were not. The Packers were big. Yeah, I thought maybe you were back there blowing a lead like the Jets. I thought so maybe that's <laughs> oh. what you were doing. I didn't throw anything into the stands. Okay. Don't hate that. Do love it. Uh, if you are a friend of the show and you are a day oneer, perhaps you are now. Watching us live on the social media feed. Everything is at TalkABQ, but we are live streaming not just today, but we're live streaming the video content, uh, well, for the foreseeable future. So catch your boys all of 2022, myself, Van, Robert today, but whoever so chooses to join us as we will be streaming the video package uh, at our social media. So everything's at TalkABQ. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, so on and so forth. If you don't have access to radio waves yeah, and you do have access to the Internet, Boy, do we have the deal for yeah, you. Yeah, we do. We are on Facebook Live right now. Come hang oh. out with your boys. The chat room is already popping. Uh, we obviously will address that during the commercial break, but the radio program will change 0%. 
but we are having this program. Uh, tough weekend for the Lobos, men's Lobos basketball team, halftime lead at Nevada. They were sticking it to Alford the way that so many Lobo fans have fantasized about. What? Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was that? What? <laughs> what? Taking behind the woodshed. That's what I do. And then uh, writing up the playbook for the New York Jets, the Lobos in the second half outscored by 10, take the nine-point loss, and this one hurts more because it's Alford. Yeah. That's the storyline, right? Yeah, pretty the, much. Regardless of the Lobos shooting insufficiency, regardless of losing the big man battles again, regardless of all that, it just hurts to lose to Steve Alford. You get Benedict Arnold by somebody, yeah. and then you – go over there and you lose to that loser it's like when robert sees his, sees his ex-girlfriend out with her new boyfriend and he's like a better basketball team than you <laughs> you're like oh that's why makes sense now <laughs> quit going to arby's you know she's gonna be there <laughs> she loves them curly fries she also loves uh when the opponent goes what 10 for 33 from our guard play is that what it was man it was rough uh 10 for 33 uh, Jalen House, Jamal Mashburn Jr. That's not going to win basketball games. <sighs> less less than thirty three percent, not from three, from the floor. Period. Right. Well, I mean, if they if we go as they go, so if they're shooting like that, you pretty much know we lost. And it's tough too, because like blessing and a curse, the most athletic guys on the floor can do it all. Can do it from any range or any perception. Here's the thing: it is so hard. It's so insanely hard to hit mid-range jumpers at this level and to hit three-pointers that aren't, you know, catch and shoot completely wide open. The Lobos were one half of a percentage point from shooting better from three than the floor in general. Oh, yeah. That's... And, and what that says to me is, like, they're missing a lot of putbacks. They're missing a lot of rebound plays, a lot of pitch outs that they should get 100% every time. How's the Swedish street baller? How's he playing? Uh, he went 0 for 3. Ah, damn it. He's playing more significant minutes, so you know the coaching staff listens to the show. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, three rebounds in 16 minutes, that's not what you want from not, a seven-footer. Not at all. Vital, what did, what, did, what did Coach Patino say about this? He had anything to say about this? Was there anything? It's an unwillingness to pass the ball. Um, you know, just we got to give these guys more answers from an offensive flow standpoint. We run a set, and then it just stops. Um it's not going to work, you know, and, and when you don't really have a true post presence, you can't really throw it in there. You got to have great ball movement, which we do not have right now. Well, well I mean, that's the truth of it. Bring it down, chuck it up. What? No lies told. Seven and seven on the season are the Lobos, the Wolfpack seven and five. Uh, obviously, that's why we thought it was kind of a big measuring stick because this team is kind of like right there. Record rise is kind of like right there talent wise. Um, I hate losing in conference. I know that's not the deepest, most like intellectual thought, but like you can lose everything up until this. But once you get into conference play, anything can happen in the playoffs. Got to make it to the playoffs. I mean, it was on the road. It was a conference matchup. Nevada is ranked higher for RPI. They got the Lobos around 180. They got Nevada around 120. Vegas had them as favorites. Mm -hmm. If you shoot 32 and a half percent, you're expected to lose, and they lost. Regroup, learn your lessons. Mashburn, House, and Singleton were all the points. Everyone else just kind of trickled in. Um, I don't hate a big three approach, but just to be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. 
five of the wolf packers were in double digits yep. and that black shear kid was just right underneath of it so i don't know share the ball distribute the ball tough loss for the lobos obviously they're gonna have a chance this i believe it's saturday is saturday the next home game i want to make sure i got that right against utah state yes sir okay so Saturday is the next home game, so we're pretty excited about that. Uh, and if you are a friend of this show, we will have a chance to uh, maybe maybe send you the game. More details to come on that, and make sure you're tuned in to everything that's talkabq.com and thesportsanimal.com uh, because we got some cool stuff going on with that. So just heads up to those that are listening. From the texter, seven foot in Sweden is only six five after the exchange rate. Mm. He rebounded like it too. Yeah. That's that's nice. I like that. <laughs> Friend of the show, Sebastian Noel. Thank you for contributing. <laughs> Big win for the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys on Friday. They beat up on the Westminster Griffins. What's a griffin? Here we go. What's a so here we go, Van. Mythological bird. Isn't a giant so mythological I, bird? I asked the coaching staff of Westminster, <laughs> Robert. Oh, I gotta hear this. They said they said, duh, half eagle, half lion. What's up? I said, oh, it's that easy? Yes. Shoot. My bad. Did you tell them we had a whole couple of hours on this whole thing? You know, mostly they're focused on basketball. They don't care about me. <laughs> what was the name of that school? Westminster, Westminster. Griffins. Westminster Griffins? Yeah. yeah. What in the Harry Potter is going on over there? <laughs> Some Utah stuff. Salt Lake stuff. Do they, like, just do magic on the court? Yeah. Or do they actually just play basketball within the rules of the game? Both. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. You can't have wands on the court. They made their lead disappear in the second half. Hey Big comeback for the Cowboys. Uh, the man of the minute, the man of the moment was Mario Archuleta, who hit the big game-winning, deciding three at the very end before there were some free throws that closed it out by Andre Adams. But just uh, how very good of a game the Cowboys played. Big win in conference. First RMAC win for the Cowboys. Obviously, uh, I was on the call and loved everything. I should bring audio from that. I don't know why I don't. But, yeah, so Highlands is looking good. Uh, tough loss Saturday night, though. Colorado Mesa came to town, and they're playing like a team that only lost one game last year. So, so anyways, the RMAC's looking good. Uh, one of the two games for the girls was canceled. COVID-19 is a rampant, boys, 300,000 cases a day. But according to Fauci, they're super soft cases. And I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Is that how we're, we're categorizing this now? Super soft. Soft, medium, hard. Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, it's like how you order your eggs. Yeah. Yeah, can I get my COVID over easy? Because that would be, yeah. <laughs> That's how I want it. Yeah, duh. Fau Fauci said the Omicron is softer than the bleachers at FedEx Field. Ooh. And that's how soft it is. Ouch. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Hard last night was Sunday Night Football. And when I say hard for me to watch, I am over quarterbacks that I've never heard of. I refuse to watch any more games with quarterbacks I've never heard of. See, this see, is why we should do what I said. Bring back the old vets who can still play. Bring back Favre, Rivers, Breeze. Bring them in. I'm with you. I don't want to see these guys. No, I don't care about Sean Sheen Mannion. <laughs> I thought it was the third Manning brother. I thought it was Sean Manningian. Manning. He would have played like, oh, way better yeah. than this guy. They were like, man on this? I'm like, what? That's okay. I see the sentence. That's yeah, we get to play man against you because yeah. you are garbage. He was drafted by the St. Louis Rams. Guys, put that in perspective. What? Why is he still in the league? And or how? He threw his first touchdown pass ever, ever, <sighs> ever, 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 so ever, ever. First passing touchdown since uh, his senior bowl game. Yeah. Did you Oregon see him State. try to run? 
No. Big old lumbering guy who's he had three guys jumping all over him and he's like dragging him. He's a big guy. Every time he went on offense, I took a bathroom break. He <laughs> He runs in slow motion, but his yeah. legs are so long, it's like a first down every step he takes. <laughs> But his, That's how I am. His offensive line right. to the restroom too. Yeah, with they're, they're like, don't worry about it. It was like, all right, just hike it to him and let's just move out. I, the way. I know we got an extra game. That means we got games that don't matter. Apparently, we got quarterbacks that don't matter too. More NFL recap whenever we get back. Thank you to everyone on the terrestrial. Thank you to everyone in the social media. We're having a lot of fun with that. The texture's going crazy, so we'll catch up on that during the break. Dave and Buster's presents two men on the NFL and Sean Mannion. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, which we are live from tomorrow. Don't miss that. Happy New Year, everyone. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. This will be a 33-yarder. This is for the win. Cole checks his kicker. Good hole. Yes, baby. Jackpot, baby. Is that the radio, Raiders Radio Network? Is that who that was? Yep. Is that, is that Brent Musburger? Yes, yep, sir. Mr. Jackpot. What? That's his nickname? That's what he calls every touchdown or score the Raiders do this year. I get it. He's been, he's been doing it for years, right? Yeah. This but is the they second just, year he's been doing it. Yeah, they just so happen to be in Vegas now. It makes sense. Okay, I feel like it's a real missed opportunity for ka And that's why he's Brent Mus- Musburger. <laughs> <laughs> and you're Fred Slow. <laughs> so uh, the Raiders keep winning, which is weird because they shouldn't. They just should not win games. I'm with you. They're not that bad. Derek Carr <laughs> is above average. Their defense is above average. Our- Their skill players are above average. I agree with all that. Uh, Derek Carr, I don't agree with. What? He didn't have a good game yesterday. He never has a good game. He never has a good game. He never has a good game. He has above average games. He puts them in position to win, and he lets the team do the rest. I feel like every big 30-yard pass to Renfro, and that's how they got their game-winning field goal. Mike, if you tell me about one pass a quarterback had, whenever he had 30-plus passes, (laughs) I will dismiss that argument right away. Hey, speaking of Renfro, he's the man. It's time to put some respect on that tiny man's name. He's been having it from every white guy I know who's undersized that thinks he can play in the NFL. Uh, you know what that Hen- Renfro is? Little Dan- Danny Amendola. Uh, he's, he's a locker room guy. He's scrappy. Man, scrappy. Modern day Wayne Corbett. That's hey. how I see him out there. You know, you know who's uh, who studies their playbook? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. That Hunter Infro. You know what? Pl- you know what playbook he's ripped from? The, he's ripped from that playbook old Julian Edelman. He plays just like him. <laughs> hey, I, First I, I, man in, last man out. He's a gym rat. You know. He's oh yeah, rat. all of that. It's it's too early, but I'm I'm seeing Wes Welker. It's a Wes Welker. It's a, it's a Wes Welker. You guys type. see Wes Welker when you look at him? Cut from the same cloth. I'm yeah. Telling. He's like he's a modern day Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. It is cool to wear 13, though. I think 13 is a cool number. Why don't everybody say Steve Largent? Nobody says Steve Largent. No one has love for Steve Largent. Everyone forgot about Steve Largent. No one knew in the first place. Obviously, I grew up, you know, in Jerry Rice being the man years. Yeah. But, like, I remember collecting uh, football cards when I was a kid, and I got, like, an all-time receiving yards leader. 
Steve Largent card. Yeah. And I was like, who? Yeah, who's this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? Well, who is this tiny, skinny, white guy? Well, mine supposedly, was from- Supposedly leads all the NFL in career receiving yeah. yards. Mine was from Allegedly. Mine was from Tecmo Bowl. Oh, okay. He was the man on Tecmo Bowl. Okay, yeah. People who weren't known weren't known because he played in Seattle. Yeah. And yeah. those games on the West Coast, and it, it's like, it was regional at the time. Also, name Steve Largent's quarterback. Go. Dave Craig. That Jim Zorn. It is Jim, Jim Zorn. Zorn. That's what I'm saying. Craig, Craig was there like yeah, at the end. Yeah. I was going to name his running back, Warner. That lets you know I don't have no clue about him. Kurt? That was his name. <laughs> <laughs> With a C. C. Eight seasons over 1,000 yards, just a shade over 13,000 in his career. Yeah, he was a man. Boy can play. Too bad he played during the 70s and 80s yeah. when football didn't matter. When they only threw four times a game, too. <laughs> yep. And there were only four teams in the 70s and the 80s. <laughs> there were the Raiders. Yeah. Cowboys. Okay. Packers and Chiefs. Uh, so I was going to say Steelers. Yeah, you got to say Steelers. Uh, okay. And 49ers. Steelers. Okay. okay. Yeah. Those were the ones I yeah, was yeah, going to yeah. go with. So you said, did you say the 80s? 70s and 80s. 70s and 80s? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, the Packers, you have yeah, to go they back were, to the 60s. Pack, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Packers you, were garbage. You know what 80s. the Seahawks had every year, though, that was sweet? They had that NFL Films video, and the offseason was like, next year could be their year, because they never had a year. They didn't have one. <laughs> the Seahawks will fly again as Seattle brings their 12th man to compete against the – and you don't even know what division they're in, because they've reshuffled them every time, because they have no loyalty to the Seahawks. I think they're an AFC team. No, they're an NFC team. Eh, the West, the North, whatever. Somewhere. You yeah. just confuse me. Like, I, I, I thought I had answers, and then you kept talking. I was like, nope. Nope. I don't, don't I know. No answers. Because that's, that's how the NFL felt about Seattle. They were like, can we get the Mariners? No, you, you have to have a football team. One of the teams had to win yesterday in the New Orleans and Carolina matchup. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I. Can we talk about quarterback play again? No, don't don't say it. Don't say his name. Taysom Hill. Oh my gosh, he's the truth. Did he have more rushing or passing yards? Does it matter? He had more points <laughs> than the other team. Yes, <laughs> thanks to Alvin Kamara. Stud. No Alvin Kamara. Saints lose that game. No, well, I mean the Saints are losers. By the way, they're in the mix still somehow. Okay, it's the NFC. Everybody's in the mix, except for the Lions. Saints need. The Niners and Eagles to lose? What? Yes, and, and, ex- no, no. The Eagles are in. All they need to do is to have the Niners lose and the Saints win and they're in. They could, that could happen. We'll do, I, we'll do a playoff picture next. Uh, Carolina's garbage. They're gonna, it's going to take a lot for them. they got to get rid of their running back in this offseason. Their running back is just a liability. He doesn't play enough. He makes too much money. He doesn't play enough. So he's got to go. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He sucked. I'm, I'm tired of him luring me in for fantasy football every year. Nice. Every year. <laughs> well, at least you didn't pick Christian McCaffrey in both your leagues with the number one pick. Oh, man. We did do that. Yeah. Because that's how we do. Just kidding. Did we ever tell you that we are in a fantasy league together? The boys have a team. <laughs> We're co-managers of a fantasy football team. And when and when Van was like, hey, we got uh, the Carolina's running back, I was like, oh, Jonathan Stewart? 
No, oh my God. <laughs> Van's, yeah. like, Van's like, I'll just draft her up. Like Deshaun Foster? Yeah. No, no. Wrong guy. <laughs> Not available. Your boy in San Diego, I didn't realize how good Justin Herbert was. So Justin Herbert set the single-season touchdown passing record for San Diego, and they have had quarterbacks named Breeze, Rivers, and Fouts. Take Breeze off of there. Why are you saying that? <laughs> he was there. He wasn't, like, there. I mean, I saw He him. wasn't there long enough to, like, do anything. Yeah, sweet jersey, though. Yeah. Nice. If there was a list of jerseys to get, that's one I would get. Hey, Breeze? Yeah. As a Chargers fan, if yeah. the Chargers hang on to Breeze instead of moving on to Rivers, Good question. Yeah. how many bowls do they have? Zero. You still think because it's still the Patriots, uh, the Patriots are still the Patriots. I don't think we, I don't think it was a player thing. It's an organization thing. Well, Philip Rivers is a really good quarterback. He'll yeah. be, if not in the Hall of Fame, in the Hall of Excellent. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. But Drew Brees is a all-time classic talent. Yeah, Philip Rivers scores on the field and at home. Yeah, equally. <laughs> Where's he from? Mississippi or something? Oh, go fish. I would never I, I answer no that. Where's he from? That's sad. I don't Wherever know. he's from, North their Carolina? football team is going to be great. Yeah. Because they're all going to be rivers, and there's like 13 <laughs> of them. The whole team of rivers? The whole team. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real question. Like, And I'm not trying to like like put anyone down like, like Justin Herbert. <clears throat> if I were to quarterback against Denver, would I be able to score 35 touchdowns in a season? Because Denver looked awful. Yeah, we need to play them every – Every yes. week. Every week. We would have been undefeated. Denver has the second best defense in football. No. Pro Football Focus has them at number one. No, literally, no they do not. Wait, I saw them last Wait, time. Wait, Fred. We, we saw the COVID team. We didn't see the real Denver Broncos sure. team that beat us earlier in Denver. Sure. Well, touche. There you go. That's what happened. My boy from Missouri, Drew Locke, sucks. And I thought he <laughs> wasn't going to suck. If you're, if you're the GM – of the Chargers or the Bengals, how chill are you today with your feet up on your desk, yeah. just eating tacos like the smartest guy in the room? Yeah. Two second-year players set a franchise record in their second year in the NFL. What what learning curve? They're both MVP caliber players in their second year of their from, careers. From the texture, Sean or Sheen Mannion would have looked like Tom Brady versus Denver. Yes, he would have. Yes, he would have for sure. No, he wouldn't have. No, he would have looked like Sean Mannion. Not at all. <laughs> against Denver. Denver was terrible. Uh, you're making an excellent point, Van. If Cincinnati's roster is anywhere else, does it get more love? <sighs> it does. It gets oh, a yeah. ton more. If it's in Miami. Oh, yeah. Yeah, then like people would be. Oh, yeah. That's the that's the most important thing happening in all pro sports. But because it's a Bengals team, when's the last time Bengals won a playoff game? 20 some Car- years ago. Carson Palmer. 10. 20 something years ago. Palmer, you're right. Carson Palmer. Yeah. How did they 506. They won a first rounder before yeah. he blew out his knee. Yeah. Remember that when he blew out yeah. his knee? That yeah. division. I don't game. know that to be true. It was a home game for him. So, yeah. If you say anything under 37, I don't believe you guys because that's how long I've been alive. And I don't think the Bengals have won in my lifetime. Well, so, you're wrong, but that's okay. It seems that way, though. I'm looking it up. I got to agree with you, though, Fred. It, Put it this way, if that roster in Cincinnati was the New York Giants, that would be the number one talked about team in the league right now. Now that the right, Buccaneers' so, receiving core is decimated, no offense, they got the best receivers in the league. No, no offense to you idiots. Uh-oh. Um, so as I'm the guy who always knows, I knew, the last playoff win for the <clears throat> Bengals was against your Houston Oilers, so there's a date, 1990. 
What? They suck. Oh, my gosh. Carson Palmer didn't get one win. No, because oh, he – You know what? That he's was – He's a loser. They, 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 had, had, they had a bye. They had a And buy. that first game okay. was a division game. They had a bye. In Cincinnati. All right. That makes yeah. more sense. Okay. So, they have only ever lost wild card games. So, it's almost as if you two don't have your Cincinnati down on lock the way I do, knowing that they are <laughs> terrible because game recognizes game. More NFL breakdown where we get back. We're two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. Forget the Houston Oilers, the sports animal. <laughs> Under center is Murray. Ward is the running back. He takes, he boots to the left. Now he throws back across his body into the back of the end zone for a touchdown. It's caught by Wesley. That was Kyler Magic that time. And the Cardinals with a huge touchdown here on fourth down. Welcome back to the program. Shout out to Comcast for fixing my internet outage. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. From the texter. The Bengals never won a playoff game because Marvin Lewis was the coach, and that's a fact. That's a hundred percent fact. You go eight and eight like five years in a row. He sucked. Wait, wait. So who was the coach before him? Who cares? <laughs> it was Sam Weish and then him. Huh? So they they touched the playoffs in '05. That's Marvin Lewis. Yeah. And then they hung out forever, ever. He was the coach forever, ever. True. Until they got "Don't call me Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor." Not that Zach Taylor. Or wait, not Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. What's the name of the Bengals coach? Bengals coach? No, I got it right. <laughs> you you just said thinking... we know nothing about the Bengals and you're asking us this, their coach. You're thinking of Zach Morris. No, Zach Taylor. He's not, he's not the <laughs> Zach Morris. Not the linebacker Zach Taylor, but Zach yeah. Taylor. He used to be with the Rams. It's not Zach Taylor Thomas? Are you talking about Zachary Taylor Thomas? I'm thinking the Colts running back that used to be on home improvement. That's what I'm thinking of. Ah. Tool, Tim the tool man, Taylor Thomas? Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, the third. You've got us, Zach in there somewhere. Joining us on the Quan's Auto Care hotline for his hot Antonio Brown takes, Sebastian Noel. Sebastian, welcome to the program. What's up, guys? Hey, you boy. know, that, that Hunter Renfro, he's got a real high motor, too. And it's like having another coach on the – it's like having another coach on the field, isn't it? Uh, real field general out there. They wouldn't be surprised if he's a player coach candidate one day. Absolutely. Oh, God. He's, Hunter Renfro is the guy who, is, as, soon as, he grad, or as soon as he retires, goes and coaches his high school team for, like, five seasons and then somehow becomes an NFL head coach the next day. Yep. They're like, they're like that makes sense. You wanted a parochial school. Let's do it. Let's send you to the next – you can coach the Bengals. Zach Taylor just retired after three Super Bowls. Hunter Renfro sleeps in his Under Armour. I guarantee you, a hundred percent. Have you seen his face? He, he sleeps looks... at the facility because he works so hard. <laughs> he looks old. He looks you know what? Super old. I, I was watching some of the game and his uh his touchdown highlight. You know how Fox has those like cartoon yeah versions that pop up. Yeah. He looked like a swole Dave Matthews. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, you look like Dave Matthews on steroids. Sebastian, He's whenever the he... kind of guy that just hands the ball off to the referee right after he scores. A real yeah. team guy. After he, after he catches a first out pass on you, he gets up and he, like under his breath, he's like, hey, sorry about that. And then he runs back to the huddle. He's, he's that type of guy. He's just a really good guy. Sebastian, you watch the, uh, I'm going to call it breakdown. I'm going to call it um, dissolve. I don't know what other word to use of Antonio Brown this weekend as your Buccaneers took on your former favorite team, the Jets. Um, ooh, that was a sight to see, huh? Yeah, ne neither of those teams are 
my team. But <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other direction on this and say that uh, I'm okay with what AB did. Actually, 100 percent okay with it. What? Yeah. Here, here's the thing. These guys are commodities in the NFL, and so once once their once their commodities gone, they get discarded. So there's no loyalty to that team, and and if there was a stronger players' union in the league, mm-hmm. what we should be talking about today is a bleephole head coach forcing a player to go into the game that was injured and threatening to cut him on the field. That's what we should be talking about. Mm, I like this. Wow, way to go, Oppo Sebastian. I like this. Yeah, I'm on team. Uh, and I, oh, go ahead. And I'll give you some local. I'll give you some local texture to this too. You know, uh, since I am the uh, voice of the Gladiators, Fred, as you know. Yeah, I tell um, everyone. Yeah, right, exactly. There, so, there, I mean, there's a guy that helped us won, won a championship prior season, starts the season, you know, he doesn't have a, a great couple of games to start the season. He's not on the roster anymore. There's no loyalty. I mean, these guys, what they put their body through, they have a limited window to cash in. I don't blame A.B. at all. I heard another story in the IFL this year, player – drives 15 hours on his own dime to go into his city to play. He gets there. Coach lets him know, hey, you're not on the active roster this week, which means, oh, no $300 game check. And he has to drive 15 hours home on his own dime. So the way the way these players get used, whether it's on that small scale or a larger scale, I'm okay with AB, 100%. Where are the guys in AB's corner telling him that there's a way you do it and a way you don't do it? And I'll give you a hyper-local example. This morning, Van and I are sitting down for a production meeting, and I'm like, hey, I really want to run this local entity through the mud. And Van is like, how, does that, how is that advantageous to you publicly? Hmm. And that's where I think it comes down to AB, where it's like, does it have to be a player's union? Or does it have to be the people that surround you? Or does it have to be trusted teammates? Because he's got Le'Veon Bell right there. Him and Le'Veon Bell got history. Like, they're friends, right? So where, like, where is that accountability to those people who care about Antonio Brown? Well, I mean, the players' union obviously in the NFL has no stroke, because if they did, we'd be talking about Bruce Arians today, not not. Uh, Good point. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, you're right and wrong, because he could have said, "No, I got to go see the trainer. I'm going to the tent, or I'm going to the locker room. Like my ankles actually hurt." You can't force him to go into the game. It was on him to throw a hissy fit. It was on him to take off his pads. It was on him to throw his gloves and his shirt into the stadium. Like, there's obviously, and we'll touch on this later, but there's some deep-seated mental issues here. Oh, huge. It's not just, you can't just blame it on Bruce Arians for a one-off incident when he has a rich history of doing stuff like this all the time. Well, I mean, that may have been the way Hunter Renfro handled things, but not Antonio (laughs) Brown. Yes. The thing that I think the highlight for me with Antonio Brown is like obviously mental health stuff, very valid with Antonio Brown. You can have that conversation a lot of times and over and over again. With that said, he that immediate reactionary to anything that's adverse and how he does it is always the wrong decision. And that to me has there has to be a reason why. And maybe it's that verse that birth set hit from a million years ago that got the Perfect. That, that yeah. got the fine, but then the NFL made T-shirts out of it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's that. Maybe that's what set it off. But not always is everyone out to get you. Not always is everyone think you're not good enough. Not always is everyone against you. And Antonio Brown has that in his mind, and that is a well, telltale sign of CTE. Well, with 
I think that's what's helped him this far in his career, though, having that chip on his shoulder. I look at it like this because I feel like the NFL, there's mics, there's cameras everywhere. If it was as bad as they're saying it was, there would have been a soundbite. There would have been something they would have put out quickly. Good point. They would have just shut everything down. But to me, it's more telling that they didn't. So that makes me think, okay, what really went on? And But we just saw the spectacle and everything. That's how I feel. Well, and, you know, this isn't like Major League Baseball either where the, the third-string Caucasian catcher that has a lifetime 220 batting average can uh, become the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals or whatever. Yeah, go you know, Mike like once these guys are Once these guys are done, they're done. Well, I mean, the, the ones who wear the flashiest suits and who have the coolest catchphrases get to be on, like, NFL Today – or whatever, those are your your Michael Irving types, whatever. I think Antonio Brown could easily do that. But no. he, he was complaining about having a hurt ankle on the sideline. you got to get it checked out. You have to do your due diligence. Well, to be and, fair. And to be fair. He ran off the field perfectly fine. He was fine when he walked <laughs> away. I thought, I thought his injury was somewhere else on his body because he keeps getting in trouble over and over again and getting away, uh, getting away with it. I thought he needs to get his wrist checked from being slapped on the wrist over and over again, over and over and over again all these years. Well, that's about winning. That's all, that's what it boils down to. They, they figure – they gave him so many chances. So many different teams gave him these chances because they knew he was somebody they needed on their team to win. So now I believe they just got to the point in Tampa, they're like, okay, I think we can do this without him. If they didn't think they could win without him, there's no way he wouldn't be on the team right now. Chris Godwin. It's Chris Godwin. If Chris, if Chris Godwin doesn't get hurt and they got a healthy Chris Godwin and a healthy Mike they Evans, been back they don't need right. the second The second right. the vaccine card thing happened, yeah. he would have been gone. Sebastian, you've covered uh, sports at every level. You cover professional football. You see, you see guys on the field. You see how teammates interact with each other. Is it more important to you – from a leadership team standpoint, to cut out the cancer of a player? Or is it more important to you to give a guy who's maybe a little troubled extra opportunity to do what he can to help the team? Well, I'll answer that this way. Uh, You know, having uh, chatted with a few of the gladiators, when it comes to stuff like this, you'd be surprised. Players always have the players back because they know this is a cutthroat business. So, yes, the public talking point is, Oh, he let down his teammates. He let down Tom Brady. Oh, this is a spectacle. But at the end of the day, I guarantee you most of the guys in that locker room, they're going to have the Le'Veon Bell take to it. They're not going to badmouth him, and they're going to have his back. Well, you already saw that from Tom Brady. You already saw that from Bruce Arians. They're, like, focused on his mental health, Mm -hmm. focused on him getting the help he needs. Is it a cop-out, though, like for them? Is it a they're using that as a shield whenever maybe they didn't do their best to create an environment for him? Or is that not Tom Brady and Bruce Aaron's responsibility? Because I think if there's two guys where it is, it's them. That's what Tom Brady's saying well, in private. I, yeah. I think you've got to separate those two, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady, yeah, I think he showed some concern. Bruce Arians, I mean, the player told him, no, I'm injured, I can't go in. No, you're going to go in or we're going to cut you right here. That's what Bruce Arians is all about. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a leg to stand on. Well, maybe Bruce Arians was in touch with the physical trainer who said, hey, coach, his ankle checks out. He should be playing. Maybe he was going off of that information. This is what I think when it comes to Coach Arians. 
he's got a lot of egg on his face because remember reporters were asking him just as what last week two weeks ago hey i thought you said he was on thin ice yeah if he had one more incident he wouldn't be here now he's here so i figure all of that was just weight and pressure on him and he was just like i'm done with it and he just exploded i think it was he has to take more responsibility in this just because of who he is to the team antonio brown is who he is you're not going to hear bruce arians come out and tell the truth and say hey I didn't want to bring him back to begin with, exactly. but then we had this injury and we sold our soul for a chance of another win, mm-hmm. and now it all blew up in our face. You're not going to hear him go to the podium and say that. Do you yep. think, Sebastian, Antonio Brown looks like he comes out on top if Tampa Bay does nothing, or do you feel like if Tampa Bay makes a run or maybe repeats that they came out on top in the decision? I think Antonio Brown comes out on top when all this is on his Netflix special, like he talked about. He did sure. release a brand new uh, hit single yesterday. Yeah, when his hit <laughs> wait, is... wait, wait, not a don't put hit in it. <laughs> yeah, it's a single. <laughs> when his new song hits a million views, like we'll know who won this. Or... Yeah, Sebastian Noel, you're the absolute best at this. Thank you for taking the time. You're good, guys. What a good dude. I like that take he had. That was awesome. Sebastian came up for the Highlands game this past weekend. He uh-huh. came, yeah, I came up to Vegas, and uh, we have a lot of conversations. And what I, I'm always like, hey, tell people we're friends. And he's like, no. No. I never admit that. He's like, I won't do that. You know, he didn't say friend of the show when he called in. No, he, he doesn't do that. This is voice of the gladiators, oh, Sebastian yeah. Noel. I noticed when he, he didn't say anything else. That's the highest on his list, though. Like, what, what, are, what is friend of the show rank yeah. on his list? Whenever or Van, is it not on be, there? Got to be way down. Yeah. When it's just Van, he says, "Hey, it's friend of the show, Sebastian." But then when it's me as well, he refuses. Yeah. He do, he will not identify as like friend. distant acquaintance of the show. Yeah. <laughs> He's I'm show adjacent. <laughs> nice. Okay. Dave Buster's presents Two Men On live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I Nine, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's ninety-five point nine FM, AM six ten. Well, Gene, you got a big third down coming up, and we have an incident down here with Antonio Brown. He is upset about something, Gene, and I've never seen this. He has taken his uniform, his shoulder pads off, and he has run to the Buccaneer locker room. What happened to Antonio Brown? Did he quit? I've never seen a guy leave a field like that, and is this the last strike for him? He is no longer a buck. All right, that's the end of the story. Let's talk about the guys that went out there and won the game. You know what I kind of hate about NFL coaches is when they talk to people that aren't on the team like they're their coach. I hate that so much. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you are confused. You can't come out of coaching mode? Yeah, like, I get that you live a life where, like, the thing you say is how like people respond the way you want. That's not how it works in real life. You're just middle management, dog. Like you got a boss. Everyone's got a boss. Mm-hmm. Bruce Arians. They're talking like they're from the pit, not the palace. Ooh, ah, ah. It's AB's new hot single right now. <laughs> See how many views it has. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Vincent. Vincent, welcome to the show. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Um, you know, it, it it's kind of sad. I, I look at it with Antonio Brown. It's just kind of a sad story. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't want to bury the guy. Uh, you know, obviously the dude has issues. Uh, and everybody, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of, a lot of people say, well, give him a break, uh, you know, whatever. And other people just want to kill him. Uh, I, I just, the guy obviously is clamoring out for help. 
I mean, it was it was that's kind of it was just kind of a sad thing to see that. I, I just I I don't know. Um, that's the you know, you know kind of knew that it was it was going to be coming to this end, but. Uh, so but, I don't, you know, I don't know if I feel I'm like not it a big is the fan end. of the guy or anything, but I was like, wow, he, and I, I thought Brady really handled it really good at the press conference. He just said, you know, we just hope the guy gets his help. I mean, you just, you know, you can't just discard him because he's kind of a, kind of a nut. I mean, you know, I mean, Vince, well, I, I, mean, I, I don't think it is the end for for Antonio Brown at all, because I, I think the only end of this story is tragedy. I don't see a resolution to the An- Antonio Brown side. Of the, and sorry, Vince, I know we're up against the break, but I don't know a, a side of the story in the Antonio Brown-controlled side where it doesn't end in tragedy. Unless you boys do, I don't see that. Well, I mean, well, Vincent said it like it's, it's a cry for help. Cry for help number what? Mm-hmm. Like how many times? Has this happened over the past few years? I don't know if it's a cry for help. How many times has this happened since the big Vontez perfect hit? Because that's when it started. He was like a humble team player. You're right. You're praise. Right. He used to praise his quarterback and and deflect yeah. Antonio Brown questions away. I think Tomlin and talk did a good, about the team. Tomlin did a good job of sweeping stuff underneath the rug when it came to personnel in that locker room. Well, for, a, for a while. Yeah. Well, that's what you should do. It's it's locker room. It shouldn't be out in the public. Um, Arians lied again about he's still on the Bucks. They haven't released him. Oh, he. I mean, that's not his control. That second though, right? Yeah, but that's a that's a GM move. Yeah, but don't say that. Yeah, that's a good point. Don't say it. Like to me, that's the part of the problem. The emotions are running so high. Then you just say anything, and then you have someone like Antonio Brown who doesn't know how to take it. And he just blows up, and it's just two people just doing stupidity. It looks good, I think, for the Buccaneers if they give him a final paycheck. If they give him one more paycheck. The the story is very different if the GOAT doesn't lead him back 90-plus yards with no timeouts and hit a couple other receivers who were below Antonio Brown on the depth chart. Right, right. If they don't change the narrative in that one football game, this looks a lot different for Bruce Arians. Boys, I am punting hockey talk. More Antonio Brown when we get back at the top of the hour. For two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Today, for the first time in 2022, and we're going to do it every day in 2022, we're live streaming the program via social media. So if you are connected with the program on social media, two men on, on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, um, we're, we're on Facebook Live. And it's it's going what I would identify as very well. A lot of interactions, a lot of views, streams going perfect. And friend of the show, Howard, is a fan of the show on social media. And he has reached out via the Quan's Auto Care hotline. And he's either going to have a hot take on Antonio Brown or a hot take on a recent series I've been doing with my lady on social media. Howard, welcome to the program. Both. Both, my friend. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Howard, happy new year, and how are you? Happy new year to all you guys. Hey, Robert, Van. Yo, yo, but yes. honestly, you're both friends of his on social media. Isn't the kindness of that woman overwhelming? Well, you're right. She's got the patience of a saint. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the kindness of probably Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. 
and um, the eyes of a young Angelina Jolie. What does that mean? What was that last part? I don't I don't know. Did I say that out loud? How fortunate. I was, was going to keep that to myself. I would say I'm very <laughs> deserving of all these fine qualities you guys are identifying. Are you, though? About the significant other in my life. Are you, though? I would be easing up on the picking uh, picking honor a little bit there, uh, Mr. Slow. So I might... hey, by the way, Robert, yes. answer me one question, Robert. Yes. Why in the world does it say two men on Presto and in the on deck, uh, Alan, uh, Van Allen Nunley, and in the on deck circle, Robert Gibson? It should be saying in the bullpen, Bob Gibson. Oh, I, I, like I like that. Uh, I do like I that. Like that. Nice. No, I didn't come nice. up with that. That's real nice. Yeah, so smart. Yeah. They were slipping. Edited it. Edited it in there. You know, and <laughs> Antonio Brown. I don't know what's going on with him. He was just. He was so close to some a million dollar incentive, just a few catches away, some yards away, and that poor gentleman needs some couch time. He needs to try to figure it out because he just doesn't have problems on the field. He has problems off the field, and they're well documented. From the so, you know, didn't pay his chef about ten grand. Had a problem with an ex-girlfriend. You know, the man's just a, a train wreck. From the texter, Howard, <clears throat> if she is with Fred, she has the eyes of a young Ray Charles. Nice. <laughs> and an old I'm Ray Charles. It, man. <laughs> now, uh, I know you guys don't like the Cowboys too much, but I'm going to shift over to the Cowboys because I'll tell you something. Uh, again, our head coach, and people quite often don't realize, I believe that fumble happened before the two-minute warning, and it was a fumble, but we were out of time uh, timeouts due to clock mismanagement. Right. So there was no way to stop and take a timeout, slow it down, and uh, you know, and, and take a look at it, and thus possibly throw a challenge flag and maybe t- change the complexion of the game. You can change the referees all, your wa- all you want, Dallas Cowboy fans. You can blame them all you want, but it's the Cowboys letting opportunities slip away. Champions capitalize. Also, Rens just get there, and then they go home early from the prom. So, you know, I'm disappointed in my Cowboys. Still have a little glimmer of hope. Meanwhile, Van, your Green Bay Packers look like mercenaries out there, man. Yeah, buddy. They finally got a, a good a running game. They got a solid defense. They're going into the playoffs healthy. It is looking good for the boys in green. I'll tell you something. That Dylan kid is a beast. I saw that one running play where he carried about six or seven Minnesota Vikings into the in the end zone. You know, he's something else. Very Lizzo. He's, yeah, he's big as a linebacker. <laughs> like the only the only running back bigger than him is Derrick Henry. Well, you know what, guys? I want to wish you a happy new year. And I'll tell you something. I got an email first thing this morning from my liver that said, please stop it. Have a good afternoon, guys. <laughs> I think uh, there's going to be a dry January for Howard coming up. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, sounds it's, like it. No. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> no. you, Mike. Two days. We, Give it two days. We've, we've had this talk. There's there's a handful of day oneers, and Howard is one of them. And Correct. and. We need to make the effort as soon as it's COVID safe and friendly enough to have the day one-ish kind of a friend of the show get together right, slash right. barbecue slash uh, uh, horse wrangle deal. I don't know what to call it. Mostly whatever. beer. It will mostly be beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm not with the horse wrangling. Mostly drinking. You never you never been to a rodeo? <laughs> no. Me neither. <laughs> You got neither of you have ever been to a rodeo? No. No. For why? Why? You don't have to be into rodeo to realize how good of a time the rodeo is. Are you talking about Garth Brooks' hit single Rodeo? That's a very good description of what's happening at a rodeo.
Because okay. it's the white and the knuckle, the gold and the buckle, and how they'll win in the next go round. Oh, he'll win. Yeah, you you should go to a rodeo. You know that song. <laughs> you you need to go. I would dime Pro- score so hard at a rodeo. I would show up just city slicking. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like, I, I would look so out of place just with what I'd be wearing. Yeah, well, I'd dress you up rhinestone cowboy style. That's with smart. Like, that's even worse. The brightest possible mm-hmm. shiniest shirt ever. Urban cowboy. Yeah. 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 I was looking like Jeff Jarrett. Oh, that'd be so sick. <laughs> During action this past weekend, Jeff Jarrett, which is pro wrestling talk, which fan told me uh, for my New Year's resolution, I needed to do less of. <laughs> so that is not fair of you to write my resolutions when I wasn't able to write yours. First babe. off, loyal listener. First off, friend of the show. Yeah. That is not true whatsoever. I encourage Fred to talk more wrestling. So if you're a wrestling fan out there, 505 Hit us up on the Quan's Auto Care Hotline with your hot pro wrestling takes. Because Fred, I gave him full permission to talk more wrestling. <laughs> I'm just and, saying the show's going to open up tonight with Brock Lesnar on Monday Night Raw, and I'm going to watch 15,000 people literally pop the top of their heads off, and I am going to love that. My mouth is literally watering thinking about it. Well, it does two things. Number one, it makes you happy. Yep. Yes. And yeah. number two, I get to take a segment off. That, okay. So, <laughs> You can you can see the glimmer in his eyes too when yeah. yeah. I literally told Van I was like the big four, we're doing whole dedicated shows. We're like oh, before yeah. the Royal Rumble, before WrestleMania, before SummerSlam, and before Survivor Series, we are doing like like big game predictors. And I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm not excited as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hold it together and put it all on Fred. I'm with you. Y'all go I'm crazy. With you. Van's like, I will enjoy those days off. I will go to one live. <laughs> But also, I will not care about it. Also, we lined up our correspondent for the NFL uh, All-Pro game this year. Yes, we did. So, we're very excited about that. More details to come when we have them. Antonio Brown, my last thought. I want to feel for Antonio Brown's mental health because I feel that Antonio Brown is mentally unhealthy. But what I'm about to do is just give you a list of things off my head. I have no list in front of me. The lady stuff. Yeah. Gross. The chef stuff, yeah. the delivery driver stuff, the COVID stuff, the leaving Pittsburgh on his way out, New England Patriots, Raiders. Front, yeah, Raiders stuff. Yeah. There's too many things in a row for me to say this is a guy that is asking for help. He, a, another one that people forget about is obviously he's got some sort of CTE or CTE-esque Oh my God! Yeah, brain damage. I think it's a pretty decent assumption that he has that. He almost retired when he was on the Raiders because he couldn't have his older, worse helmet. The NFL was trying to protect him, mm-hmm. protect his little soft, mentally ill brain, and he's like, "No, I want the helmet that's going to give me less protection." And almost retired because of that. How about not- the fact that he was two days away when he got that that thing with the frozen chamber or frozen. Toes or whatever. Oh, that was so weird. Was too. I forgot days, about that. Yeah. Two days of picking up a $30 million guaranteed clause in his contract. Yeah. And just this last game, 333000 a apiece yeah. for five more catches, yeah. 50 more yards, and a touchdown. And you I, couldn't keep it together for one more day for a million dollars. Also, I cannot hear the argument of they're keeping him down so he wouldn't get the money. $333,000 in an NFL team is nothing. Is nothing. That's coffee money. No one cares. Nothing. Well, especially for him. Yeah. Think of all the money he's made, the big contracts. And we're not 
doctors or anything like that, but you could just hear it in his speech. He has slurred speech. Like, it's there. It's all there. And it goes back to, like you said, that perfect hit. Yeah, well, his song Pit Not the Palace got 223 views on YouTube in 24 uh, hours. So who's the idiot now? Nah, that's not it. It's still you. It's still, it's still, <laughs> it's still you. But for real? Oh, God, the candy stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's too many. I just I don't see it as a call for help. And if there is a call for help, like if there is, where are the people that should be answering it in his world? Well, that's the thing. Uh, it's going to be someone outside of his world because his world is chaos. His world is complete chaos. Um, if And here's, a, here's everyone else's responsibility. And it's kind of like what Tom Brady said. If you see that this is where it's going, step in. Don't don't wait for it to happen and then say, "Oh, he was, you know, we wish we we should have helped him and all this other stuff." We see it; it's in 4K right in front of us. He should be in jail right now from when he Houdini'd that chick. That's not untrue. No, no. Anybody else? Regular Joe. Yep. Gets thrown away for that. I. I want everyone to get help that needs help. Not everyone that needs help is willing to accept help. There you go. That's Antonio Brown. Yep. That's the facts right there. But you don't you don't get help until you hit rock bottom. And all of these things that he's done over X amount of time obviously isn't enough to take him to rock bottom. He still has sycophants. He still has yes men. Mm-hmm. He still has tons of money. He still has tons of attention. He can he can go to tomorrow. He can go sit down with Netflix or Amazon and be like, hey, how about that Antonio Brown show? And they're like, hey, we're looking at your numbers. They're great. Welcome to the Netflix family, Antonio. He'll be on the team next year. He could go fight. He could go fight Jake Paul. He can go. Yeah. He could go do celebrity boxing. He could he could go do uh, house house husbands of Atlanta or whatever. That's far fetched. He can play football. He's going to play football again. NFL guaranteed. Watch. You got eligibility left. Go back to college. You know. You know who needs some help. <laughs> Go back to college. Trevor yeah. Lawrence needs some help next year. There, I'm oh, telling man. you, man. Trevor Lawrence's soft mind cannot handle. No. Oh <laughs> no. No way. And it's in Florida too. Antonio, no way. Antonio Brown would like be like at like the facility and jokingly like flip him off to be like, <laughs> and like Trevor Lawrence would be like, he for real, he for real doesn't like me. He doesn't. He doesn't like me, Coach. Hey, yeah. Hey, Coach. <laughs> And, but he's and his wife's like, stop calling me coach. <laughs> I know we got to go to break. My last thought on it is, um, but she's a guy that obviously has some uh, Delonte West. I think is a prime example. Oh yeah, there are guys at p- former point guard for Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, there are guys that are offered help. They're in situations they just cannot do it. They cannot make themselves accept it. Well, he didn't get help for the first time until he hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. and, and then he th- gave th- up on it. Though. And then the cycle yeah. kept going and going and going. We're going to see that from Antonio Brown, I'm assuming. You can build 100 tiny homes and only fill two of them because people don't want to get help. That's a nice wow. reference. It's a deep cut. That was nice. When we get back from the break, I'm going to tell you about my greatest fear of all time and why it just happened this weekend, and if I'd have been a part of it, the overreaction that I would have had. Dave & Buster's presents Two Men On Live. From the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, we are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Programming note, J.J. Buck will be joining us at 6.15. Talk about the women's game tonight as they take on UNLV. What a bonus. What a fun little thing. I like surprises. Okay. 
Got to go sports adjacent for a second. My greatest fear of all time came to fruition this weekend. And I no longer know if I can continue to live in the city. That, that's all I'm saying. Uh-oh. What Did happened? Did you almost die in a very embarrassing fashion? That could have happened. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Because my greatest fear is to die an embarrassing death. <laughs> and how embarrassing would it be to die stuck in a tram hanging out on New Year's Eve over a mountain where people can watch your demise? Because if I had been in town, because I was in Las Vegas, I was up at the Highlands game, we had back-to-back doubleheaders. But if I was here, I'm setting up a lawn chair, and I'm starting a little fire, and I'm only watching from afar the whole time, because I would be like like the OJ chase. I would be addicted to watching this, because it's my greatest fear of all time. So you would go up, wow. the, up halfway up the hiking trail, uh huh. So loose, set up a yeti, mm-hmm. <laughs> start a fire, yes, and just watch a tram not move. And I would call the isotopes, and I would say, "Hey, Josh Shushan, can I borrow the t-shirt cannon?" And I would go down to the bottom, and I would shoot them supplies from my t-shirt cannon gun, and I would be like, "I'm here for you. Please don't die an embarrassing death." <laughs> That's an excellent idea. Yes. I, no, it's not. The hot dog cannon? You okay. Know, okay. I'm shooting hot dogs to them. Okay, wait, wait. Think about this, though. What if your aim is off? Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah. And you're the reason why it falls because you hit the cable. Oh, I you thought got you a meant. mountain lion chasing you down the hill. Hold hey, on. What, what is that? That's what I thought. What yeah. is that? You're attracting wolves and mountain lions with this <laughs> yeah. meat laying everywhere because you don't know how to shoot not, a hot dog cannon. You're going to tell me there's mountain lions on the mountain? Hold up. That did just hit me. It checks yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it checks out. All right, as I'm reevaluating it, <laughs> I don't know if I would have went, but I think I would have went. You know, I'm not afraid of heights. I am terrified. But I hate standing in line. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. And st- not being able to move, that's worse than standing in line. They would have had to drug me by the shoulders and neck to keep me on that tram. Because if I'm stuck there for more than an hour, I'm James Bonding it. I'm Mission Impossible <laughs> down that cable. I'm sliding well, right the down the hill. swinging and it's cold out and oh, you got to yeah. get oh, repelled was, down. So I thought it was stuck against that like pillar deal or whatever. No, I thought it was in the middle. like In the middle, swinging. Yeah, and it was swinging because swing. of the wind. But well, yeah. Also, Robert, you know this. Like It was like the end of the night one, so they're bringing down like all the... Like cooks and stuff yeah, from ten three, so you know there's like drugs on the tram. <laughs> Anyone that yeah. works back of the house kitchen <laughs> you... at a high end restaurant, sure, that's when I will have to dabble and just wake me up when someone's here to get us. Oh, though the drugs go the other way for those guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, okay. Those, gotcha. those, would, those would be uppers. Yeah. Oh, so I would have just been bouncing off the walls in exactly. There. Hey, and exactly. a tiny little tram. Also, you're you're like that chef, right? You're that chef that's up there who, like, at the end of the day, maybe like takes like a like a take-home meal and you're not supposed to, and you're on the tram with your GM coming down, and you're in, like, hour 14, and people are like, we're starving. But you can't, like, show your hand of having the steak because the GM would then know you stole the steak. Yeah, so, like, uh, what, like, where do you end up in this moral dilemma of do you eat the stolen steak for survival and lose your – also, I'm never returning to that job. I'd rather be oh, fired yeah. than I'm, dead. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. And you know all those, you know, those chefs and – 
line cooks back there, all their jackets smell like enchiladas. Oh, yeah. So everyone is super hungry in that little tram. And if it's me and you and Robert up there, and it's the last tram down, it's because they kicked us out from the bar last minute. Oh, yeah. We are not in a mental or emotional state yeah. to be there. And you would see it lit up, shaking like a nice little party if it was us. For a little bit. Yes. You're like, what's going on up there? Guys, it's a north Until- ba- It's a north base. I think I can slide down this thing <laughs> if I use it. It's... Well, well, Van said something that I immediately thought of. The smell. Yeah. Because that, that place, that it had to have smelled like. There's no facilities on it. Y- yeah. Like zoo dirt up in there. That's like, my problem. For real. My liver is way stronger than my bladder. Yeah. So I don't know how long I could be in the tram without like, hey, guys, yes, I got to go. Oh. Like, finish that Gatorade. I need that right now. I need that bottle right now. Yeah, it- my Michael, I didn't read any articles or anything on it. How many hours were they up there? 13 hours is what uh, the news channels were Ooh. saying. There's not enough campfire stories for 13 hours of no, strangers. not and at then all. And they had to be rappelled down. And I'm, I'm like, you, I'm scared of heights, even though I've jumped off helicopters in the past. But just being rappelled down, that's scary in itself. Mm, I would never, ever, not ever, never one time, ever. I would jump immediately. You know what? If <laughs> I, I, had, I had this thought before. Like, if you're in an impending plane crash... Yeah. And you know you're going down. Like make peace with God kind of moment? N- uh, the opposite. Okay. Um, Like you got your lady friend next to you. Uh-huh. Like this is it. Like we're going out with a bang. Like literally and metaphorically. Oh, my God. <laughs> so like our tram would just be swinging for other reasons, not yeah. the so, wind. Going back to the smell of things. <laughs> yes, it makes it smell so much <laughs> That thing will smell like Tucum Carry by the time they come to get us. Oh, poor Tucum Carry. <laughs> nice. The, I always put my eggs in the basket of I don't plan on dying. And so far, it's worked out for your boy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I put all my eggs in that basket. I'm like, I'm like I plan to not die. <sighs> there are situations where I would yearn for death, and that would be one of them. Hour what? When do you freak out? What hour? How long do you? Oh, I don't make it to one hour. Are you being serious? You don't make it to one really? hour? Really? Once I say about fifth or sixth hour, oh, maybe. No, you guys are idiots. What? Once I see the train conductor, trolley conductor, tram conductor, <laughs> once I see the tram conductor hang up the phone, like when they go, hey, we're stuck, and she hangs up the phone, yeah. or he, and, and shakes I, her head. And I, yeah, yeah once yeah. I see that disappointed look, I I am like, I'm, I'm clawing at the windows. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I'm done. Not me. I'm going to sleep. I'll, I'll freak out once I wake up and notice that I'm still there. That's when I freak out. You sleep when you're cold? Because, dog, I it would, was cold. I would I would knock out. I, I would freak out when the frost starts on the corner of the window. Oh, yeah, when you yeah, see yeah. That yeah. frost. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Nope. You can't see out of nope. the windows. Yeah. I open one of these windows. I am gone. Get me out of here. When the battery on my cell phone goes yellow, I'm like, okay, I know I'm in trouble here. Oh, yeah. Because there's not enough battery. Did you well? Did you see that they had like little videos? They were taken in there. They were like Facebook live and everything. Testimonials. Well, not <laughs> that's what it would have been with us. Their their Yelp numbers are going way down, <laughs> way down. Oh, and poor Ten Three because this is not Ten Three's fault. No, no, no. no. It's like and Ten Three is good. I've eaten there. It's good. Really? Getting off of that tram. But like, really? you, like, what's the special tomorrow? Uh, uh, uh free cocktail and a shuttle. <laughs> like. Have you ever been stuck on a high rise and not so much an apartment, but a high rise like in uh, 
Vegas or in Chicago or New mm -hmm. York where they're real tall. Someone in Abu Dhabi got stuck, and it was a friend of mine that I was in the, in, in the Desert Storm with, and he said they were up there for four hours, and people, and it was like a hundred. Yeah, but there's a bathroom. 112 stories, and there wasn't. They didn't have access because oh, everything was locked oh, down. No. I can get through a bathroom door. There's not a bathroom door that's more capable than me. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. I believe it. Oh, and he I said the thing was swaying because of the winds that oh, night. Yeah. Oh. I tell you, how many people combined? 20 people or whatever? 21. If you are one, if you're the one in 21, you call this show right now. 505-246-0610. If you are one of the one of 21, call this program. 505-246-0610. I will come up with something for you. I will find tickets. I will find something, right. something. They earned it. Now, if you, like, there'll be a vetting process. I will ask you some questions to verify that you were there. Because I'm not just going to give away tickets to something. Well, I, we could easily sure. go to the videos that were posted and see <laughs> yeah. and know who was who. What did you have on? All those questions. If you, were, if you got stuck there, I'll tell you what. Out of my own pocket, I will buy you dinner at 10 10-3. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, man. I'll get, you, messed up. I'll get you a tram ticket. Well, see, this is one of the things that are a staple of this city that I will never do anyway. When I said what I told people when I moved here, oh, have you been to the tram? For what? <laughs> For what? So I got to go up the back of the mountain to come down a, a tram car? Not doing that. Not getting in a hot air balloon. None of that. I'm if good. If I was That's one, another one, not doing it. I love the hot air balloon ride. I, I, I've never done it. Never terrifying. Never want to do it. What and what is it? That's all it is. It's what, just the hot air balloon noise. I got an idea. What if they got rescued by hot air balloons? All right, that's hero stuff. Then you would have instantly been warmed up with the flame. Ah, oh, see? That's 127 hours later. I'm into that. <laughs> I feel like because it was New Year's Eve, I feel like they didn't try to rescue Same. them very hard. Yep. Ah, yeah. There's a, right. there a lot of easy ways out of that. Right. They this, said they, they did say that uh, responders were saying, we'll get to you in the morning, which was like five, six hours. Shut later. What? up. Yeah. You say that to me on the phone? What? And also, if I, like, I'm calling 911 on my phone and I'm having Van voice record the whole speaker conversation. Because, <laughs> like, I'm calling my lawyer. I'm suing Tim. Yes, exactly. I'm suing Sandia. I'm suing the mountainside. <laughs> hey, who who hey. owns Sandia? <laughs> the hey. tribe. Hey, hold, hold on, my phone is ringing. <laughs> Happy New Year! Oh, uh, you want me to take the fire truck and do what? <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't. I have five or six hours, I'll be sober. <laughs> like I'm, if I'm one of the one in twenty one, I'm so, like I'm so against trams. I'm not. I'm not going to trampoline parks. <laughs> like I'm staying away from tram. Ever. Not even going to drive on no. tramway. You're, you're never, done. You're yeah. never watching Lady in the Tramp again. You won't go past Wantabo at all. Hey, like, hey, you, like, you got like severe back pain? Forget tram, doll. Not taking that. Mm -hmm. like, I'm out. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna hate Southeast Asia then, because everyone's last name is Tram there. <laughs> so, I get back in the dating game. No tramps for me. I'm done. Bye, Tal. I'm not even gonna drive on tramway. That's like I'm out. Any, yeah. Anything that rhymes with tram, like you'll never watch Tramford and Sons. Nope. Like <laughs> never watch reruns of that. Or eat spam. Yeah. I'm yeah. already there. I mean, I'm already there. Yeah. Like, tram That's not that far of a stretch, huh? <laughs> when we get back from when we get back from the break, more sports adjacent talk. We're two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal.
back on the program. I didn't see a lot of social media posts either asking for like thoughts and prayers. I didn't see that. I just saw people being like, whoa. Well, I think we knew about it after the fact. It was New Year's Eve, so yeah. <laughs> everyone's either busy or drunk or sleeping. Yeah. Yep. It was all three. Not a big news day. Okay, so you're watching the Chargers game against Denver yes. yesterday. Yes, yes. Andre Roberts brings it back 101. And if you're a fan of the Dolphins, the Broncos, or the Browns, that's when your season ended. One play, one kickoff return. Yep, that was it. That's well, it actually ended when they named the starting quarterback for Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Once you knew who was going to be throwing the passes, you're like, ah, it's over. And it looks like things are mended in Green Bay with the organization and Aaron Rodgers. But I was like, Broncos got their quarterback next year. They finally got that last piece next year. Very true. Nope. They're still going to be garbage next year. Yeah. Wait, so you so you think Aaron Rodgers is – even if they win the Super Bowl, he's gone. You think he's gone? No, no. he's staying. No. You think he's staying? Yeah, I think – But if they, if, they, if they don't win the Super Bowl, he's out. I think it's the, the offseason will tell the tale. Mm. But it seems to me like throughout the year, the relationship in between – the organization and Aaron Rodgers and the coaching staff and Aaron Rodgers is way better. Yeah, that's what winning does. Let them lose at home again. Right, for the <laughs> third year in a row. It's rewind city. Real question, speaking of the future, Trey Lance is going to take over for Jimmy Garoppolo. Would Jimmy Garoppolo be an option in Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers left? Because I think Jimmy Garoppolo could start for 30 teams. Hmm. Yeah, he could. And by the way, Trey Lance is – He's the deal now. I would rather have Trey Lance. Well, so would San Francisco, and they will. That's why they got him. Yeah. And and also, 19 is the truth. I didn't know about the Samuels kid. Debo? Oh, oh my what? gosh. Well, he has. he's leading the league in average receptions per yard. I mean, yards per yeah. reception. And then yards per rush. I mean, I, both. I've been seeing it the way we've been seeing it all season, like everyone has. But, like, if you before the season, you were like, hey, Fred, make sure you're peaking 19 all year. I'd be like, for why? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched the 49ers play a whole game all year. No reason to. None. Because they're boring. Jimmy Garoppolo is boring. Yep. Debo Samuel, though, it's must-see TV. He can just watch the highlights later. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of highlights, I think I saw the best catch I'd ever seen in the history of all catches from the backup running back for Arizona as he caught it oh, off yeah. the backside helmet of the Dallas Cowboy defender. I don't have the name of the defender. So he brings it in and then somehow comes to the ground and then and then just like at the last second pulls it right in. I'm like, okay, I get there's a lot of athleticism here by a guy who plays five plays a game. <laughs> Sniff a bag of farts, David Tyree. There's a new sheriff in town. Wait, wait. So we're Whoa, different about, pressure. Wait, 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 wait. So we're just going <laughs> to not talk about uh, the other catch from the Falcons in New, new England game, Super Bowl? Oh, that's Edelman. an excellent catch, too. Edelman, I, that, that catch is number one for me. Guys, David Tyree and Edelman in the Super Bowl is much different than a fourth down fake punt to Jonathan yeah, Ward. Yeah, yeah, but we're just talking about the way it looks. At one play. I'm not talking yeah. about the game yeah, or the yeah. pressure. Yeah, just look, just the catch. That's crazier than Odell Beckham. That's crazier than David Tyree. That's... Yeah. Yeah, but those got names. The catch has got a name. It's in San Francisco. Or, excuse me, uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. The helmet catch has a name. It's David Tyree. 
Oh, you got it right the first. No, time. you had it right. The the Pittsburgh is immaculate reception. Oh, thank you. There you go. Yeah, I don't know why I screwed that up. I know better. But okay. yeah, something cool. Something cool. There's a lot of rookie rookie ride receivers right now that are doing it in a way I've never really seen done, including Jamar Chase, including the tight end in Atlanta, including this St. Brown kid in Detroit. Yeah. Oh, the Pitts guy. Boy, was he spectacular. Yeah. I have in the snow. Yeah. Yeah, that's great, too. I have a fun fact for you guys. Okay. Uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, a mm-hmm. uh, guy for the Lions. Uh, yes. That's, uh, I also believe that he was the villain in Legend or in uh, Indiana Jones and the Hidden Temple. Uh, yeah, that would probably be Bubba Hotep, or uh, maybe yeah, the, yeah. he was the villain in the, the Mummy, is what he was. Ah, uh, like. okay. Yeah, sorry. Amon yeah. Equanimius St. Brown. Brown, yeah. Is uh, f- the fourth receiver on the Packers. Those are brothers. Yeah. There's also another brother who played college at Stanford, I believe. Mm-hmm. Do you know who their father is? No. Who is the father? The Compton bodybuilder, John Brown. Really? The world champion yeah. bodybuilder, John Brown, has three sons that got drafted in the NFL. Sheesh. What's the Saint Isn't that thing? crazy? Where's That's- Saint come from then? I I don't know. He got sainted sometime, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You can't just you can't just call that out. Well, I mean, he didn't I don't think he sainted himself. I think it has to come from well, if you you're know, a world the holy scepter or whatever. If you're a world champion bodybuilder, you can do whatever you want. Pretty much. I feel like that's stolen valor. Yeah, I think well, he made it out of Compton, so I mean yeah, there we go. Number one, that's sainthood right there. <laughs> All right, I'll buy that. Isn't that crazy though? What if he's from like San Luis Obispo and, uh, and he's like, actually, that's because I would actually, I'd be okay with that too. He's like, actually. What if he just like married a gal named Saint? There we go. And they smashed them together. Saint Saint Brown. Hey, Is anyone's last name likely. Saint? No. Way more likely. I'm into that. Uh, obviously, it was. A, I don't know. It was a good. It's a good weekend. Like the play of picture starts to roll out, but with this extra game, it feels a little weird to me. Yeah. Now there's a bunch of games that don't matter. There's a handful of games that do matter. By the way, catch your boys this Sunday. We're hosting live from Bourbon and Boots for the Raiders game. Game time moved to five, 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock is the Sunday night for Bourbon and Boots. Definitely going to be there in my Chargers gear. So smart. Yes. That will catch you positive attention from a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. We were talking about embarrassing deaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've been to an actual Chargers-Raiders game, so I'm good. A couple of them. If I survive those. Debo Brown came out of Compton. He don't go back. <laughs> Very true. We talked about it briefly earlier. The Cincinnati team, I think, is the team for the next, until their contracts run out, four years. I have them. I keep saying it. I give them two years. They'll be in the AFC title game. The greatest of all time is Tom Brady. If you say otherwise, I'll tell you you're a liar. I'm looking at Van. He just did it again. I'm, I'm looking did at it. Van oh. just to make sure he didn't throw out Aaron Rodgers. Well, statistically. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has only ever been number two. He was number two when Brett Favre was there, and he's number two when he's number one because number one is actually Tom Brady. So I saw a really good distinction on the interwebs last week. Okay. Is – Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Aaron Rodgers is the best. 
Give me greatest. Yeah. <laughs> greatest just sounds better than best. Well, greatest is yeah. rings. Yeah. The most rings. Yeah. Best is like statistics, and who cares about those math dorks? Does Aaron Rodgers throw a 33-yard touchdown pass to Cyril Grayson? He's done it many times. I was going to say. Everyone it, throughout his career has been hot say, garbage. Yeah, they, they, it's not like they've had great receivers in Green Bay. The one they have now is the best one. That's the best one he's had his whole career. His whole career. Yeah, he 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 threw most of his career to Jordy Nelson. He's, he, he's he made scrappy. Jordy Nelson. He's, Randall Cobb. He's scrappy. Both those guys are just punt returners. <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you why Jordy Nelson's not that though. He's Jordy- like, he's a he's the precursor to a to a Hunter Renfro type. <laughs> Jordy Nelson was just like a sprinter. Like Jordy Nelson was the fastest cat. Like in yeah. college, if he just wanted to run track and field, he can go in the Olympics. That's how fast Jordy Nelson was. Where did he go? Kansas State. Yeah, yeah. He was a, he was another punt returner. That's all he was. Teams. Yeah, that's what he was in college too. Yep. Enter Aaron Rodgers and make you one of the best receivers in Green Bay history. He did it to everybody. Yep. Who He's never had a receiver be a stud and go find success elsewhere. Everyone thought Greg Jennings was, he was the Devontae Adams of the team. Greg Jennings leaves garbage. Jordy Nelson leaves garbage. James Jones. Randall Cobb leaves garbage. James Jones leaves garbage. People talk about all the work that Tom Brady did for his receivers. Aaron Rodgers is doing the same thing on steroids. That tight end that left, Rodgers? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Ooh, you're not wrong in that take. I would say I would say that's kind of true for a lot of the best guys at it, though. Because, like, whoever left New England. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, whoever – like when. But, see, that's the difference between Rodgers and Brady. Brady – Took those no names and won Super Bowls with them. Well, our our boy is going to play tonight, Ben Roethlisberger. Like, what wide receiver ever left Pittsburgh? Because Heinz Ward never left. Obviously, he retired. But like, who went on to do anything? I guess Plaxico Burris caught a couple passes in Plaxico, New York. Plaxico did he, good when he, he left. He the one. Plax. Antonio Brown, AB, still talented when he left. Yeah, I don't say AB. Uh, he won the Super Bowl and was an integral part of the team. He won the Super Bowl and was on the team. He scored a scored, touchdown. Scored in the a touchdown. Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's preview that football game tonight where we get back. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're live streaming the program today. We're going to live stream the program moving forward on our social media outlets. Two men on, which is on the Facebook and the Instagram and everywhere else we'll put it. But I don't know. We'll set up a Twitch. We'll do a whole thing. We'll get everyone from everywhere. Uh, Robert, what's your social media? Where can you be contacted at? Buck underscore dangerous. That's where it is everywhere. Or Robert Gibson, G-I-P-S-O-N. There you go. Obviously, reach out to us, and we'll connect you with Robert for any reason you would like to be connected with Robert. Cleveland and Pittsburgh tonight. You boys see that? Yeah, meaningless game. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely meaningful. This is the last Ben ah. Roethlisberger game ever. There we go. All right, same thing. <laughs> meaningless game. He should have retired three years ago on top. He wasn't on top three years ago. I was going to say, yeah. He had, still did, the same. Had that 5,000-yard season, though, three years ago, so you're yeah. right. Yeah. That's when. Well, that's what he should do tonight. Try to throw for 5,000 yards. It'll help. Just shotgun. Just like Kobe. Yeah, just just let it rip. Just go. 
If um, here, let me calculate this real all right, quick. Uh-oh. Yeah, Uh-oh. all right. So you're gonna get. And the, what better um, opponent mm-hmm. than against the Browns, who he's won? I think he's 23 and five. About to be them. 23 and six. If Deontay Johnson can have a bigger game than uh, Jamar Chase, and I, I win third Ooh. place in my fantasy league, so. So you want to see him air it out? Go Big Ben. But he won't do it till the second half. So. I guess he does have one more game next week. But this is the last one at home. So this is the last one that matters. Because when he leaves the field, they're going to be crying. The fans are going to be crying, y'all. Ben Roethlisberger is 22-2-1 and one against the Browns. What? That is embarrassing. 22-2-1? and 22-2-23. going to be three of them. I heard yeah. that. I heard that today, and I was like, whoa, I'm switching my pick in my pick'em league. There's no way. Oh, I forgot to do my picks. Yeah, yeah we saw that. Season's over. He could you're be so, having you're a, so far back, it doesn't matter. He could be matter. having the worst year, but when he goes against the Browns, he's like Super Bowl Q- QB. Hey, by the way, Vital, I don't know if you just heard Fred forgot to do his pick'ems in the pick'em league this week. Even before he forgot to do this whole week, I was in first place and Fred was in last place <laughs> in our pick'em league. I got to go opposite you that way I can gain. I can gain ground. How'd that work? <laughs> I would still be losing. It's all about statistics, okay? You made in the last few weeks. You made as much ground as that tram did New Year's Eve. First, wow! Here's what you have to do: you have to dismantle that tram completely, take it to the ground. You then have to invite those 21 individuals back to burn it. There's no other option. Your pick'em season was weaker than the bleachers at FedEx Field. Oh, God. <laughs> almost fell over and... Almost, they did. It just <laughs> collapsed. Well, almost crushed. Jalen Hurts. Or Jalen. And then the fans, they're, they're just so happy. They pop up, want pictures. Oh, yeah. I'm staying on the ground. Yeah. Oh. Oh. My so neck long. And yeah. my back. My neck uh-huh. and my back. <laughs> my neck and my back. <laughs> I need to be paid. Uh huh. No, don't move me. Oh my God. I'm yelling, Mr. Snyder, on the way down. Yeah. Uh huh. Help me, say Brown. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no way. None. I'm done. I'm not working ever again. And they all just Never, immediately ever. jumped up from yeah. falling out of the stands yeah. and just started taking selfies. Yeah, it's a- they're just like, oh hey, zero. I have zero interest in that. I have interest in lifetime season tickets. I have interest in that. Number one. Number two, I would like for my kids to go to college for free because I don't know if you know about Biden's America, but it costs a lot to go to college. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And number three, I never want to work a day again. Can you do that for me? Philadelphia Eagles, and if you can, we can keep this real clean. Well, they'll give you the Giants treatment. You see that last week? What's that? The they had a a fan appreciation day. Oh, oh gosh! And yes, season ticket holders get one free medium soda. <laughs> okay. Hey, are you messing with me? No, that a really pop? happened. Hey, yes, like one bucks. That's a twenty five dollar value. I mean, twelve bucks. All right, New York. All right. Oh, it is New York. 25. That could be 25. You're right. Okay, so this is how I know I'm doing radio with two idiots. <laughs> and here, here out, here <laughs> runs <laughs> Big Ben running out to the field, possibly the last time in Pittsburgh. Yeah, absolutely the last time. Unless he's playing uh, as a backup quarterback for someone somewhere else and he has to come in in week 18 to mop up the season. Here's what I'm but, saying. <laughs> You guys both know this. If you go to a game and you go to the designated driver stand, you already get a free medium soda pop. Like, this is 
Say that again. So if you go to a game, you okay. go all right, go to Isotope's game. Okay. You go to the designated driver stand and they give you a voucher for a free soda popper. They do this at all sporting events. And if you like I never knew that. Yeah. I've been to so many games. No, so you bring in like like a pocket full of shooters and then before you know it, you're like set for the day. Wow. You beat me, you beat me to it. Yeah, you beat me to it. Now like you go up, okay. you get your free soda, yeah. then you go. grab your flask out of your pocket there we and go. you pour it. And you're living the good life. Did you just see the what needs to happen for the Steelers to get to the playoffs? Give it to me. What is it? So, the Jaguars have to win. They're playing, I believe they're playing the Titans. Nick Jaguars. A Jaguar. And the Chargers have to tie the Raiders. <laughs> no, it has to not end in a tie. Because if it ends in a tie. Oh, that's right. Not end in a tie. Right. So, just, it's over. <laughs> it's like. They have no playoff hopes. I don't know. Help me, Trevor Lawrence. You're my only hope. There's it just there's no way. None whatsoever. And poor Ben Roethlisberger, who's about to go out a loser in his home stadium his last game ever because he's going to get whooped on by Baker Macefields. <laughs> Is he even the quarterback tonight? Maybe. He he ran out on the field like he was. Is Eric Crouch available? They're better off with Bernie Kosar. Is he still a bit? Now. Is he playing? Yeah, Bernie Kosar now. Now. Exactly, now. I'm just, and again, you guys know how I feel about Monday Night Football. It's not for your boy. Just not for your boy. Here's what I'm saying. Ben Roethlisberger has had a season that, to me, indicates he'll be a loser tonight, so that his legacy at home is that he lost the last one. But it's going to be very emotional because you know there's going to be a bunch of video packages that, like, Heinz Field's going to put together, and they're going to play a bunch of stuff, and all the fans are going to be like, we love Ben. The Browns are so injured, and the Browns are so underperforming this year. They already know they're going to miss the playoffs. Except for beating Big Ben, they don't have anything to play for. Mm -hmm. The Steelers have everything to play for. Get that last home win. You got the hopes of the playoffs still alive. Your franchise quarterback, the guy that got your franchise two rings, is going out. They're going to play harder than they've ever played their whole life tonight. But has, in a professional matchup, Miles Garrett ever ripped the helmet off Ben Roethlisberger and tried to beat him with it? Nope, right. that was uh, Mason Rudolph. He's, I'm he's still got a chance. Yeah, got to do it tonight. He's still got a chance. Baker Mayfield, two for four in six career starts versus Steelers. So the 22 and two and one, Baker Mayfield is the two? It looks like he's the two. Okay. Oh, that changes things. Tables have turned. But 0 and three on the road is he. Flip it to the B side. Uh, It's our last segment before the handoff to J.J. Buck for women's basketball tonight. I don't know if I made the announcement. Today's varsity is the varsity of jerseys that Robert has to get this year. Otherwise, he's ruining his New Year's resolution. (laughs) Two men on 95.9 FM AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, 6 o'clock hour. Welcome to the car if you just got in the car. Hey, you guys know I'm driving like a new truck. You know, like, well, new to me or whatever because my car, yeah, my car. It's still new. Yeah. Car got stolen. I got a new truck. So, uh, it doesn't heat up from my house to the YMCA of Central New Mexico in the morning. The drive is not long enough. Mm. So I have to drive cold the entire time. I just learned that today. You're not a warm-up guy? My car just got stolen. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you doing? He's just prepping for another. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you, you got you, you got all those points built up. You got them karma points. Who's going to steal your car the very next week? Oh my gosh, you! We got to stop this conversation right yeah. now. <laughs> you and Antonio Brown are the fourth and fifth members of Beastie Boys because there's so much sabotage here. Like I cannot deal with the idea of you suggesting that I warm up my car, which, by the way, my previous car stolen from my house. Yeah, I live downtown. It's okay. I live downtown. I live right next to Borellis, and I still mm. warm up my car in the morning. I live hood adjacent. By the way, uh, I live downtown in Borellis. Um, <laughs> if you want to steal a car every morning before I go to the YMCA, <laughs> hope out, not on Snapchat with your location six, on six six thirty six forty five. <laughs> Just come cruising around downtown. You'll find a nice, yeah. warm, gray Prius. If you hear some dogs in the backyard barking because they're being fed by their owner. That's the right one. That's, you got that's the right one. one. That's the right one. doesn't have hubcaps. This is- <laughs> it already doesn't have hubcaps. I don't want to say a lot more about your car because now we're getting hyper-specific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But your car fits your personality in a way that's laughably accurate. All of my cliches. Everything about you. It fits perfectly into all my cliches. Ro- Robert Robert Gibson joining us on the program today. Yes. Everyone we meet who first meets Van is like, this is literally not what I expected. This is a joke. It's Where, true. Where's actual Van? It's true. <laughs> where's Van Tate? <laughs> Today's I-9 Varsity. The Varsity of Jerseys. That Robert has to get before the end of the year, or he ruined a resolution. Because that's how you put a New Year's resolution on your social media. That's not a New Year's resolution. It's, what is it? Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> social media. You want to read your list? Or, I, you can only draw from your list, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, so today's I-9 Varsity. Connect with League Office 280 at i9sports.com or contact me via the phone, 505-312-4999, uh, offering you sports programs in Albuquerque, Rio Rancho, and Edgewood. Reach out to them for, well, just, I mean, the fundamentals because that's what this thing's about. They will set your kid up for success, and uh, they'll do it in your neighborhood. Single-day practices and games, it's the absolute best, if you ask me, when it comes to youth education in the world of sports. Okay, so the varsity is... Jerseys, like jerseys, like jerseys, it, like okay, like jerseys yeah. that Robert has to get before the end of the year, or he's proved a liar on social media and broke yeah. his resolution. Yeah, okay, gotcha. all right. From the texter, from Sebastian, he would like to put Hunter Renfro on the list. He thinks that that is a number one jersey that you need. Hunter Renfro, yes. I I just don't have that mentality of being scrappy and tenacious. I don't know about that one. Okay. And I'm a Chargers fan. That's a hard no. Just, I'm just giving you a give, give me I a, it, I thought it was a good one. Wait, wait. I'll, I'll take a Clemson Hunter Renfro. Eric Strauss currently wearing his Roethlisberger jersey next door. Tune in to him on KKOB if you would like. All right, Hunter Renfro. I had to make sure none of my names are even on your list. <laughs> and I, I got to cancel out two of them already. Okay, all right. So that right. sucks. I will start. Go ahead. I have Jacob Hester. I feel like he played for the Chargers. Ah. I feel like Jacob Hester is a good, like, jersey that you should get. That's a that's a player I think you could relate to. I see where you're going with this. Okay. I see where you're going with this. But that's, that's a nice one. Thank you. Robert, what do you have? Uh, I'm going to start off because I want a jersey that just causes controversy and causes a conversation. Uh-huh. So I'm going to start off with Tim Tebow, Ryan Leaf. That's a good jersey. 
Never had it. That'll be a nice jersey yeah. to have. Friend, friend of the show, so, friend in real life. Pro or college? Pro. Oh, pro, that Washington State, though. Get that. Yeah, that Wazoo one. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. All right, I like that. I like that one yeah. a lot. All right, you got some options on my first. Okay. My first jersey that I'm going to suggest that you get. Carolina Panthers, either number 83, 84, or 89, Ray Caruth. Oh, Ray Ray. You need to get you a you Ray Ray jersey. Okay, that's pretty good. The colors scheme is, oh, it's gorgeous. Woo. Yeah. Well, from Sebastian, he believes uh, a Mark Madsen would do well on you. He thinks a Mark Madsen. Mark Madsen, I am a Laker fan. Would be a good one. Okay, I like that one. I'm going to go with Peyton Hillis. So I know you're a big Madden guy. <laughs> Peyton Hillis graced the cover of Madden, and I feel like that would be a good way for you to pay homage to Peyton Hillis. So I'm going Peyton Hillis. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep it going. Uh, this one is a college one. Maurice Claret. Yeah, very good. Yes. Yeah, very good in college. Yes. I need that jersey. Yeah, he could play all over the field, and the ones he couldn't play on, he could drive on. <laughs> Next on my list of players that you should probably have jerseys of mm -hmm. is one Cleveland Brown standout. Another Cleveland Brown, Brown player. Hmm. Number 78 <laughs> in your program, number one in your heart. Texas cruising, Greg Robinson. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, he dug deep for that. Yeah, one. former and St. Louis Ram, Greg Robinson. Yeah, he weighs three hundred and thirty-three pounds, mm -hmm. but he drives around with a hundred and fifty pounds of marijuana <laughs> in his truck. So I'm gonna suggest you get number seventy-eight for Cleveland. There we go. From the online chat, the chat would like to see you wear one fro too. They believe that would be excellent. I am going to go with Mike Allstott. I feel like Mike Allstott is the type of player you would aspire to be if you're a professional athlete. Hard-nosed guy, heady. Heady. <laughs> heady. Yeah, really uh, was an integral part of the offense, um, probably more than he deserved. Also, poor work done, could never get the attention he really fully deserved because Mike Allstott was there stealing the spotlight for some reason. All right, I'm going to go super old school uh -huh. for me. Dexter Manley from the former Washington Redskins. What? You have no clue who that is, do you? What? Do you not you don't even know who Dexter Manley is, do you? I mean, I don't. <laughs> I piggybacked on Robert's list, so I know where he's going. Yeah. Yeah. Dexter Manley. That's a deep cut, too. So he, yeah. Uh, He's not more famous for football. No. <laughs> okay. He no. should have been. No. Oh, this poor guy. Yeah. I need that jersey. I'm switching it from football to baseball. Very for my, smart. For my next yeah, suggestion. Very smart. I think I know where you're going. I love the Expos jerseys. I'm a big oh, the yes. Expos yeah. jerseys, Expos hats. So I'm going to go with Expos relief pitcher number 41, Ugeth Urbina. Ooh. Uh, so that's a that's a good one for you. Ooh get, ooh get, ooh get what I need. That's a, <laughs> that'd be a good conversation <laughs> starter right there. Uh, Two-time All-Star. That's why you picked him? Mm-hmm. Okay. Strong work. I'm going to go with, and this one might sound like a reach to you at first. Okay. But former voice of American Gladiators, Larry Zonka. <laughs> so I think that Larry Zonka is the type of NFL player that you could, you could really show to, like, any kid in the country and be like, when you grow up, 
This is the one you should be. So Larry Zonka to me, who also famously worked alongside Mike Adamley as the voice of American Gladiator. Yes. Yeah. The good old days. Thank you. As long as it's the teal jersey, that's the one I would like. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with – I'm not a Cowboys fan. Okay. But if I were to wear one jersey, it would be Nate Newton. Yeah, that's a good one. Nate Newton. Yeah. That's one I had to etch off of my list. Yeah. He got he got caught with more weight than Greg Robinson. Yeah, exactly. Uh, was, John Madden was a big fan. Nate yes. Newton. Yeah, they connected. He was always some type of turducken winner or something like that. Yeah, all Madden. Yeah. All Madden. One I was very surprised is not on your list, probably because I'm assuming you have it already. Mm-hmm. Number 81 on the New England Patriots, Aaron Hernandez. Oh, okay. Oh. Aaron Hernandez. It's oh. Yeah, he had a greatest of all time written all over him. <laughs> if it wasn't for that pesky Rob Gronkowski ruining his career. Yeah, and Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> I know you like uh... – like shifty backfields? Yeah. Are you like guys that can run past? Scat back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scat back. Rex Burkhead. Oh, had a man. resurgence of a uh, career. That one hurt my heart. He just ran for 400 yards against my team a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> he tripled his career. Yeah. Total yardage in one game against my Chargers. Yeah, it was very bright of him to go out there and, and do that to you. Next up I have Doc Gooden. Okay. Give me Dr. K. That's a good one. That's kind of light on all this, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's just possessing that's, charges. Yeah. That's, that's soft. Yeah, you want to put, put oil can Boyd in there, too? But I read his book, so I know what he really was doing. He just never got caught with it like mm-hmm. that because he used everything up. From the texter, <laughs> you interested in that Rocket Ishmael? You think that might be a good one? Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. The Notre Dame one. Yes. The also, 25. Yes. Well, I'm, the, I'm glad that somebody suggested a college jersey because mm-hmm. my next college jersey is you usually don't see running backs with quarterbacks numbers. Right. But for the Ohio State Buckeyes, number 13 belonged to Maurice Claret. So we've already done that one. Where where was Van? Yeah, where are you at? Van is on vacation. Was still. I not here for that one? Welcome he, back to the show, hey, Go ahead. He was stuck in the tram for <laughs> another hour. They already did that one. Did they really? He was stuck in the tram for the extra hour. Oh, man. From the texter. <laughs> Danny Woodhead, I agree completely. <laughs> Austin, also opportunities to Christian McCaffrey and Brian Leonard. I think you would do well with those. Mm. We're grabbing a break. When we get back, Van's going to check back into the show, and we're excited about that. <laughs> oh, and it was also on your list. Yes. Oh, that's a double. That's a double negative. Oh, man. <laughs> Joining us, voice of the Lady Lobos, J.J. Buck, as we're going to preview the game tonight versus UNLV. And we're going to have a lot of fun doing that with he as he will give you the insight of what's going on with the Lady Lobos. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. What a very good show we had today. How fortunate we were to have it. Thank you to Robert Gibson who sat in with us. You are a world of talent friend. Thank you very much, fellas. Thank you to Vincent and Howard, both friends of the show who reached out. Thank you for everyone who took advantage of the live stream on social media. Um, this was weirdly popular. We did pretty good, didn't what? we? There's like hundreds of comments on here. Like, figure it out, y'all. We're very excited to hand the program over to our best friends in broadcasting, J.J. Buck and Nikki Lobato, as they are going to bring you Ladies Lobos as they take on UNLV tonight. What's going on, team? Uh, what it do, boys? Yes. How you living? Feeling good. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year to you as well. 
how, ex you. how excited are you for this one tonight, especially after the big win on Friday? I'm super stoked. These are the two high-scoring teams in the Mountain West. And for the Lobos, you know, these, these are the games you want, especially right out of the gate, going to a place in Boise that they've only won there three times ever. Hmm. Um, and so getting that victory against Boise State Friday was big time on the road. There's no such thing as a bad road win in conference play. And then coming home against a really talented UNLV team, so it should be a lot of fun. All right. Let's get to the important stuff here. Two-part question. Number yes. one, who is your favorite white running back or white wide receiver? <laughs> Number two, who is your favorite currently incarcerated um, athlete? Ooh, I was, you know, I was listening to that, and I don't have any football jerseys off the top of my head, but I have a Nene Denver Nuggets jersey that I absolutely oh, love. Nene. so okay. random. That is a good one. That is random. That's pretty niche. <laughs> pretty Wait, niche. Does, it, does it have the little uh, accent mark over the E? Nene, yes. Yes. That puts my yes. that puts my trunk candidate jersey to shame <laughs> from his years as a St. Well, Louis. Well, did you guys um, throw Peyton Hillis out there? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hard, that's a hard lead, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had the jersey until I accidentally got paint on it one time, so I still have the jersey because it's not like it ruined it. <laughs> is he the most – like outrageous Madden cover athlete, Peyton Hillis. It's by even close. By not far. even close. Yes. Yes. And so he Peyton. had and he was and he had his whole uniform on. Like <laughs> he had his helmet strapped up and everything. He's ready to go. <laughs> you know he has a good work ethic and a high motor. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. JJ Buck is with us. He's gonna bring you the action tonight on the flagship with his us of the Lady Lobos. Uh, when you're watching this team and you're out there enjoying it, what is what is like the most exciting part of being a fan right now? Is it the high scoring? Is it pulling out big wins like in crunch time? Like what is exciting the fan base of the Lady Lobos? I think it's the fact that they can win back-to-back -back Mountain West regular season championships. And this yeah. team has the talent to do that. They have the talent to go further in Vegas because they're going to have to get to the Mountain West title game. They're going to have to win that to go to the NCAA tournament. And this team does have that talent. Tora Duff, Tay Duff are that much better, and they were fantastic last year. You have two fifth-year seniors, De La Serta and Anderson, that just are consistent night in and night out. And it's a tight rotation, but why the heck not? You run with those five seniors until the wheels fall off, and that's the recipe right now for UNM. Reminder to everyone headed out to the pit tonight, there's been a change in the entry requirements for the pit. You have to have vaccination and proof of vaccination. Uh, if you do not, there is a testing there on site. Uh, so make sure you show up earlier than that. If you have your own PCR test, it must be within 72 hours. Uh, and the antigen test must be within the last 24. So keep that in mind if you're headed out there. JJ, uh, everyone masked up that you can see? Does the place look pretty safe and inviting to Lobo fan? It does. Everyone's been really respectful this year, whether it's a men's or a women's game about everything that's been going on because we're you know, excited to have sports and we don't want to lose this. We don't want this to go away. Doing this remotely last year sucked. I don't want to have to do that ever again when it comes to broadcasting. So every the fans have been awesome about it. I know it can be a challenge for some, um, but it's just nice to be out here and enjoying something for sure. December 28th. Uh, you had family day canceled versus San Jose yep. state. Was this because of COVID concerns or did Lobo nation 
find out Fred Slow was going to accept award on behalf That's of the sports question. animal. That's a really good question. They immediately well, they immediately canceled it. Well, which, we were trying to keep that on the low about what you know Fred was uh, yeah supposedly going to be doing, but no, it was a uh, COVID issues for San Jose State. They already had another game post postponed this week, but it was because of issues in Wyoming and. It's one where you maybe were like, okay, this could happen this year, but it, it felt like we were past that. And it's just been hitting, you know, college athletics in the face hardcore right now with the postponements because they, they weren't prepared to adjust the games. And the schedule wasn't built for that. So there's going to be um, some challenges this season, some games that are going to have to be made up and some uncomfortable coaches having to take, you know, a game on a day or two of rest instead of a normal schedule. Okay. So this is the top two offenses in the conference, is there any way they don't live up to a lot of points in this game? The only thing that it would be is somehow, some way, there's a lid over the rims. Uh, these teams are going to get their <laughs> shots up. The Lobos play a five-out offense. UNLV, they're going to play. They have a really outstanding sophomore forward, but they're going to have four guards on the perimeter. So both teams are going to be putting up shots, and it could be first to 80 is wow. the big wins this one tonight. Combined. No, not combined. Individually, will both Duff sisters make 103 pointers this season? 103 pointers. Where are they sitting at? 35 and right 30. Now, 35 and 30. So each of them? Yeah. I, I'm going to take the under on that. Okay. Mm. They shoot a lot of them. Though, <laughs> they do. I mean, they shoot a great percentage, but that is a, that's a lot. I'll, t- I'll take the under. Also, I will be receiving that award on Saturday versus Utah State. So if uh, any individuals are excited to come and see how tall I am in person, you can see it for a brief. I don't even know what the award's for. I think it's for J.J. Buck, but they don't want to hand it to him because he's working. (laughs) It's for being awesome, and Saturday's the men's game against Utah State. Oh, well, that's when I'm getting it, though, I think. So I don't know. Also, I got to call a runner's game that night. I'll be busy. Oh, man. (laughs) I will be busy. Uh, Who's jumping out? Who's jumping out at the stat book? Who's jumping out? With the eye test, JJ, that isn't one of the big names, not one of the Duffs, not De Lacerda. Like, who is the player that is doing it in a way that you didn't expect? True Fred fashion, stealing my question. Well done. It's it's Paulo Reus. There's not a lot of minutes to go around on this team right now, but the player that is getting those minutes off the bench is the six foot one freshman from Spain. She has a ton of confidence. She hasn't hit from three yet this season, uh, but she's going to start hitting her three point shots. She's very similar to Antonio Anderson and just her style of play. As a forward, great move in the basketball. It's going to have a good assist to turnover ratio. And if it's one a player that is not one of those five, it's Paula because she's really the only other that plays that much off the bench. Is score as much the game plan? Does UNM come in with a different kind of defense to try to mix it up, maybe slow down, eat some more clock, or is it just run and gun, shoot up threes? Run and gun, shoot up threes. This is the way both teams want to play. The Lobos, you know, they'll try to – Maybe double team the post, front the post player a little bit, but they don't necessarily try to do anything too crazy defensively. They just try to attack the strength of the opponent a little bit, be as sound as possible, and then hit those three-point shots. What do I have to do to get Josh Shushan to return my calls? <laughs> That's a great question. Well, first, you you got to buy him a really nice gift. Yes, smart. Oh, bribery. Yeah, yes. okay, glad to so working your way in, maybe leave some flowers at Isop's Park, a nice mm. note. Hey, thinking of you, here's my number, things like that. I have a <laughs> gotta build your way in. I have a collection of letters I've cut out individually from newspapers. La 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 la. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Don't incriminate yourself on air. Just I was just trying to do something special and exciting. Uh is Nikki with you yet? Yes, Nikki is here. How was Nikki's New Year? How was her Christmas? 
uh, mine was good because Josh returns my text and my calls. Boom. So oh. I, I don't know what to say. Oh. Yeah. I, <laughs> I am only getting you back because you guys do it to me every single time. We do like Nikki. We had no idea you're here this whole time. I've I've been here. I was listening. Just JJ, stalking you guys. JJ stalking really missed you guys. me. Like this is the first time we were so excited. The last game we we're about an hour before game time. Haven't worked two hours. In, uh, 10 games yeah maybe? it's it's been insane it's been, it's, I have, been, it's been a weird year i have this weird belief that nikki spends up until the very last minute away from jj until oh. the broadcast starts <laughs> and then jumps into the and seat and then i just show up yes yeah. and then and then as soon as the game's over she does she flips the peace sign with her fingers <laughs> and then later. yeah and says good luck cleaning up jj it's like a little puff of smoke it's like the lebron powder she drops the mic <laughs> yeah Love That's everything me. about it. Pulls some That's cash me. out of her pocket, peels off a couple ones, leaves it for JJ, and then she's at it. <laughs> Here's a tip. JJ, Nikki, preview the pregame show for us real quick, and then we'll let you go. We're going to have some fun, talk about a basketball game, call a basketball game, and hopefully it's a win for New Mexico. Well, I like that a lot. JJ Buck on the call tonight. I guess Nikki's going to keep him locked down. So catch both of them as they bring you Lady Lobo action, Nikki Lobato and JJ Buck doing it the best way that it can be done down there at the pit. If you're on the way down, make sure to be conscious of the new COVID protocols. This is home game with it. Is that correct? For the women, it is. Yes, it is. There we go. Uh, Robert, any final words before we go, big dog? No, make sure I get all these jerseys. That's okay. Van, we got to cut it loose. You got anything? Oh, too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.